Hey everyone, welcome to Inside Northumbria, a series of podcasts giving you a chance to hear how we do things the Northumbria way. Welcome back to Inside Northumbria, a podcast that showcases our fantastic staff and their amazing resilience. This is a limited edition episode where we're talking about Kielder Marathon that takes place in October 2021. Hi, my name is Alex and I'm the lead clinical dietitian at the Northumbria site. Um, I'm going to be taking part in Kielder Marathon this year for the first time and I'm really looking forward to it. I really like trail running rather than road running so this is going to be a great event for me. Fantastic. So Alex, with you being a dietitian, um, what would be a good what would be good to eat on a race day? So I think your breakfast should be based on complex carbohydrates. You don't want to be having too much in the way of fats or proteins. Yes, they can be part of that breakfast, but you want to be predominantly carbohydrate based. And you don't want to be having it too close to the event. So I would say at least two hours before. And then you might want to have a little uh, another sort of carbohydrate snack maybe an hour or so before. Something like um, porridge with made with either normal milk or with a plant-based alternative with some fruit or a, um, a bagel or some toast with some sort of topping on. You can go for whole grain alternatives if you, if you feel like you'll tolerate that well. I think the key as well is not to try something new on the morning. Have something you enjoy and have something that you know works well for the, you and that you tolerate well as well. Fantastic. Okay. And then talking about kind of eating... Um, it's important to obviously stay hydrated as well. So what are the best ways to keep hydrated during training and on the day of the race too? Yeah, so I think it, it's really important that throughout your training, like you say, that you're hydrated and in the days leading up to an event that you're very well hydrated. You don't want to be playing catch-up on the morning. You want to go into that with a really good baseline and then on the morning you're just kind of drinking as you, as you usually would, maybe say like 500 mil a couple of hours before the event and then just having sips every five or ten minutes leading up up to it as well but yeah it's just making sure that your hydration status is good um, throughout your training and then leading up to the event as well okay so obviously you mentioned at the beginning as well that you are going to be running Kielder what are you most looking forward to about it I think it's getting back to some normal events um just seeing some familiar faces I know a lot of people who are running the event and um obviously there's a number of different um events going on so I'm just really looking forward to seeing lots of people and like I mentioned I really like trail running rather than road running so I think the scenery is going to be amazing I'm yeah really looking forward to it and speaking of Kielder we actually have someone uh, who's ran Kielder and we want to introduce you so Tony tell us a little bit about yourself so my name is Tony Allen um, I'm privileged to have run all 10 Kielder marathons um, uh, which uh, and I don't know when that's going to stop it's, uh, the course ever present and I think there's about 15 of us uh, within the marathon that have done every year um, so it's a little bit like uh, a Roman uh, gladiator thing now. It's uh, is it we've got girls and boys in there. Who's the last one standing? How many years are we going to go on? Is it twenty or thirty? You know, um, I my first marathon there. I took my daughter, who was quite tiny. Uh, I just had a granddaughter yesterday, baby Freya. So we're taking her up and um, see if we can get them running around as well. But 
I started running when I was 40 because I was too fat to catch the bus. Um, I couldn't tie my shoelaces. So I decided to uh, to try running and uh, I'd done it ages ago. So I, I ended my first Great North Run. And uh, then I started to really enjoy the running. So I run every day. On the 26th of August, I'll run a thousand days in a row. Um, I run a running club called Run Every Day December. So I've got 1,500 members worldwide. Loads of them have done Kielder. I recommend them to go to Kielder. Um, and I've done all sorts of crazy running challenges uh, since I started running. Um, Marathon-wise, I did 31 marathons in a month after work. Um, so for a 10-hour shift, getting at 8 o'clock, ran a marathon. Uh, so in the South Shields, did that for 31 days with a 31 ultra marathon at the end. Um, I do 100 mile races in the lakes, 38 hours non-stop. So I do mad running, but I love Kielder. It's brilliant. Cramish Mountain is brilliant. Um, meet all my friends there. It's, it's such a nice place to be from driving up in the morning. You, can, you see the cloud inversions to get near the place. Um, and he's so professional where he's got to settle. The running village is brilliant. Um, before the race, we'll go in and we'll have our cakes and our tea and we just get all set up for an absolutely brilliant day. Uh, it's a super event. Fantastic, brilliant. So, um, how is it really different to other races that you've ran, Kielder? Yeah, so Kielder's so different uh, for uh, two or three different reasons. First of all, the place itself is, is just magical, it's majestic, um, and you have to go there to experience it, whether it's on a 10k or the marathon. Um, but very quickly, um, it's got a narrow trail, and the race is virtually a full circle of the, uh, of the reservoir, apart from about three quarters of a mile at the start. So basically, you've got the lake on your right hand side, nearly all the way around. Um, it's uh, very challenging. So, if you're after a PB marathon, Kielder's definitely not one to do. You can stick about 15 or 20 minutes on your marathon time with the hills that are there. But it's uh, so rewarding in other ways, and um, running through the pine forests. And it doesn't matter whether the weather's bad or whether the weather's lovely, and we've run through all the weather over 10 years. Um, it's just a beautiful place to run. Uh, the views are stunning um, right the way around. And it, it's, it's, it's the, it, it's, it's so special because of the actual um, location. But as well, the camaraderie, um, the uh, people there seem to be so different to other competitive races it's as if it's an event and a, a running festival more than a race so um, as i run around i get overtaken and overtake people that i've met many times before and the camaraderie and the enjoyment of just being there is superb and it's like no other race i've heard the marshals are quite special as well and all very uh given loads of encouragement and things well, i know good. a couple of friends who've uh, volunteered for marshalling and yeah. uh, Got lots of good feedback about oh, them. It, it is. And we cheer the runners cheer the marshals on because we're pleased to see them. And yeah, it's the same ones go over here yeah. in the same places, which is great. Fantastic, brilliant. So, Tony, you've obviously, you're obviously a keen runner. What are your top tips uh, for training for a marathon? I was first advised uh, when when attempting a marathon, if you want to do it successfully, and this sounds a bit mad, is to run a marathon distance before you do the marathon. And most marathon training programs will recommend that you run up to 20 or 22 miles, which um, trainers feel is long enough to, to get to the longer miles in your legs, which you build up over the, the months and weeks. Um, but if anybody has an opportunity before October to run 26.2 miles very slowly, or, or not even run it, just cover the distance of 26 miles, um, it's all about time on feet. And I think that's very important because 
Um, for a lot of people that have never ran past 20 to 22 miles, and particularly keels it with the last six miles being very, very tough, as Steve Cram says, slightly undulating, um, with his tongue very much inside of his cheek. Um, it's it's tough, and as you come to the full Crag Peninsula, you've got to really sort of dig deep. So I think if anybody's got a chance on a on their last long training run, throw the book away and run 26.2 miles, and uh, no matter what the time is, and then your body kind of knows that you can do that, you've done that. So on race day, it's not needed. It's nice going in with that confidence, knowing that you've done that yeah, distance yeah, before. Yeah, it, it is. Um, I would say the same for a half as well. Exactly. And a lot of people would say, no, you only need to go to 10, yeah. but I wouldn't. Uh, I would like to know that I can actually do beyond it if I need oh, to. Oh, yeah. it is, and it is confidence. Uh, and particularly with that being like an extra tough course as well, it's not a flat marathon and it's not an easy marathon by well if there is such a thing as an easy marathon yeah. but you know that for that course you need to have went over and above uh sort of know you can get yeah. through it because you would normally start struggling at sort of 20 22 miles yes. anyway yeah. having ne- if you've never been beyond that before yeah. on a difficult course it's going to be yeah that yeah. would be really challenging well, the, the tough thing about keels is or the tough part of the race is the flat bit not the hilly bit which is mad so mile 18, I think it is, you hit yeah. the dam and you've got that half a mile over, and you come off lovely um, pine bedded uh, dolomite surface onto yeah. a hard tarmac pavement. And it's um, it's the hardest bit because you, 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 your legs get a little bit disjointed. And, uh, mm-hmm. so, so it gets sort of tough from then onwards. But uh, the other funny thing with Kielder as well, the last mile you're on uh, round Freya's hut. Which is a, a lovely fairy tale uh, between these two uh, it's, uh, lovers from hundreds of years ago. And there's a hut on one side and a hut on the other side, and line up. You'll see them, and one of them's lip gold. The last one, the girl's hut, I think it is, is about a mile to the finish. And it's always a bit sad because you've done the training. Um, the event's now arrived, and I'm thinking, well, there's only a mile left, and then it's all over for another year. So that mile, it's like, oh, you know. Yeah, you will probably have a pint and a cake and that, but it's uh, and it is a full day out. But uh, it's the same when it's over and that, that last little bit finish. It's uh, a bit sad. Yeah. So you're both obviously keen runners. So what is it that you love so much about running rather than other sports? What 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 is it that makes you want to run? So um, running is a, it's a it's a weird thing that you would want to um, go out in the rain and the cold uh, for sometimes hours at an end, um, you give yourself blisters, you get toenails that drop off, um, all sorts of mad stuff. Um, why would anybody want to do that? But what you find is when you get out there, um, first of all, you're getting into parts of the countryside, particularly trail running, that you would never ever see at times of the day that you would never be there. So often I'm out in the middle of the night, two, three, four in the morning with a head torch, meeting owls and all kinds of weird stuff. That you just wouldn't get close to normally, um, but as well. Um, um, but when I get in on a night time, um, I get straight in, I get changed, and I go out and run, and it's a complete um, um, leveling. It breaks away work and, and, and starts your, your sort of the rest of your day um, beautifully. So you, you sort of meditate a bit when you run as well. You, you lose yourself. So um, mentally. Um, you know, and obviously mentally at the moment with COVID, everybody's having a tough time. The one thing with running is it does um, give you something very positive, um, and then therefore that spills over to the rest of your life as well. 
So because you can achieve things in running that, that are hard, um, you can apply that to work situations or family situations to help you through your life as well. So it's, it offers a lot. It's not an expensive sport if you want it to be. It can be very expensive as well, but it's a, it's a cheap sport. It's a great way of keeping healthy. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. I've seen, I mean, I've only been running for three years and people think I'm, I've done it for a lot longer than that because I'm a bit obsessed with it. And I don't run daily, I think, around family commitments and work and stuff. I only manage to run about three times a week. But I do feel that if I go more than a couple of days without running, I can really feel like a sort of slump in my mood. I've, I do have an addiction to the feeling of the endorphins and things. So, yeah, I definitely feel like it just gives you a massive boost for your mental health um, and being able like Tony said just setting a goal reaching that goal just gives you a massive sense of personal achievement and it does translate in other areas of your life well if I can do that in running I can do that in other areas of my life as well so yeah I would completely agree with that well it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic marathon it's exciting um, to see that you're going to be doing it for the first time is that right perfect and you won't need to make notes because this podcast will be on spotify so you can listen to it again um right well thank you both for talking to us today and i think we've covered some great tips and some um exciting things as well to look forward to at kielder so thank you very much